Welcome to Up, the Union podcast. My name is Dan Hames, and this week I'm speaking every day with Andrew Wilson, who is the author of a brand new book about the Bible called Unbreakable, What the Son of God Said About the Word of God. Andrew, last time we spoke, you said that Jesus ought to be our starting point as we begin to put together a theology of what the Bible is and how we approach it. And you mentioned that Jesus is the central character in the Bible. Um, I'm wondering how that can be the case. With the Old Testament, for example, Jesus isn't even born yet. How can Jesus be the centre of the whole Bible? I think the only way I could possibly have the audacity to say that he was is that he said he was. Um, I actually didn't use the word centre, but I think that's a very good way of describing what he said about it. And the the story I'd go to, which I just love on this one because it's quite random in modern terms, um, Jesus has just risen from the dead. Two guys are walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, and they're completely bummed out that Jesus has died. And so far as they're concerned, the hope of Israel has gone with him. And Jesus is alive and is walking along with them, listening to them lamenting what's going on and what's just happened. And he says to them, why are you so sad? And they say, because of this, the things concerning Jesus of Nazareth. Can't believe you haven't heard. He, we thought he was the hope of Israel, but he's died. And instead of doing what I do, which is to go, it's me, look, it's me, hello, risen from the dead. He, instead, it says he, he takes them through a study of the law and the prophets, showing them everything in them concerning himself. And then later on in that chapter, he says to the disciples, you guys are just so slow. You've missed that the whole point of the rest of the scriptures was to lead to the fact that the Messiah must suffer and that repentance and forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name in the whole earth beginning in Jerusalem. Now, I wouldn't have the audacity to say Jesus is the center of scripture if he didn't say it himself. Whereas I, I open the Bible to the middle and it usually ends in Psalms or Isaiah. And some of the Psalms are on Isaiah, obviously about Jesus, but much of them are not that they, are about Assyria or Babylon or a guy who's just had a bad day and is crying out for help or, you know, something like that. And so actually for me to say Jesus is the center or he is the heart of or he is the fulfillment of or he is the key role in scripture is something I'm only prepared to say because I think he thought that was true of himself. And as a Christian, what Jesus thinks matters. So, um, so I kind of start there and then say, so. Now I have to do what Jesus did on the road to Emmaus. I have to begin thinking through how does the law and the prophets and the writings and the Psalms and everything else point to Jesus in not just as incidental, oh, look, here's a, here's a little tidbit here, but in a, a full-throated way describing who he is. And I think I've got some guidance there because I've got the way that the gospel writers tell their stories. I've got this preaching in Acts, and I've got the letters of Paul and Hebrews in particular, and Peter and James, who and John, who... who if you effectively show us how they saw the Old Testament as fulfilled in Christ. And so I've got various examples of how to do it, but I think my starting point for saying that is that's how Jesus saw it. I think he regarded Israel's story as coming to a head in what he was saying and doing, and particularly his death and resurrection. And so from there, I then need to figure out, rather than is that true, I have to figure out how is that true, and in what sense is it true, and how do I best handle Scripture with that in mind. Yeah, and it's sometimes surprising, isn't it, to read uh, Jesus or the Apostles' summaries of the Old Testament. Um, I'm thinking, for example, just later in Luke 24, when Jesus appears again to the disciples, and in verse 45, Luke writes, He opened their minds to understand the Scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer, and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. And I think, man, that, that isn't how I would have summarised the story and the message of the Old Testament. But that is what Jesus says. And that's a, that's a challenge to our thinking, isn't it? I think it is. And I think the way 
I think if we read it as as looking for a literal prediction in the Old Testament where somebody said exactly that, uh, you end up looking in vain. There is no text that obviously makes exactly that prediction. And so the guys who write the Bible footnotes have a bit of fun trying to which which scripture is he talking about here? And of course, he just Jesus doesn't perhaps regard scripture in that slightly um, proof texty atomistic way we sometimes can. And so for him to say, no, 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 this is this is the culmination of thousands of years worth of revelation. If you said the Christ is going to suffer, you could go right back to Genesis 3 and then follow it through Genesis and then right the way through the rest of the scriptures and see there is this seed of the woman and of Abraham who's going to come and represent Israel and is probably going to what well, explicitly going to suffer and die for the people and is going to be vindicated afterwards. You could see that. Um, and you could also see from that that this is going to be something that will affect the nations. I personally think the Messiah will suffer, be vindicated, and forgiveness will be preached in all nations is a very good summary of a book like Isaiah, mm. for instance. And in fact, you could probably get there from Genesis, Psalms, and one or two others to a great extent, to be honest. But I think, as you say, we reading it, looking for the proof text, wouldn't see that. And I think it's only when Jesus says it, you then go, oh, right, now I have to... It's an example I used before is when you watch The Usual Suspects or The Shawshank Redemption or one of those movies with a fantastic killer twist at the end. You then have to go back and rewatch the movie in light of what you now know the story is about. And it suddenly changes everything, your perspective on everything. Um, so spoiler alert, there are a few things like that in those movies. But I think Jesus is doing that really with, this, with the biblical story. If you, you missed it, guys. And it's not surprising that you did. But let me now show you why, when read properly, the Jewish scriptures do all point to this event and, and what follows in the aftermath. Thanks, Andrew. Join us again tomorrow for more from Andrew on Up the Union podcast. 